Welcome to the Yeshiva Shalmaila. This is David Lichtenstein. We'll be speaking about the elections in Hashkafa. There are many people who are alarmed at the impending, you know, appointment of uh, Joe Biden as our new president. It's not clear yet. This was taped before the uh, all the court, etc., etc. But I'm working under that assumption. I'm going bus arrive. So we'll be speaking about that. We'll be speaking again. We'll have the tapes with, we have a very interesting conversation with Joe Lieberman, who lahalacha is Eid Echad Nemen Bisurim. He's an Eid Echad Kasher, Shaymataru Mitzvah, who knows Biden, I think he said for 30 years. Um, let's see his opinion about Biden. As always, if you'd like to send in a comment, 732-806-8700. And for comments, it's two. Or you can email us, info at headlinesbook.com. We do put up the comments and the letters online where readers or listeners can access them unless you request otherwise. Before we go there, I want to talk about the fear, the alarm that people have about, you know, the possibility or the probability that Trump will not be our new president. Here's a voice clip asking everybody to daven for Trump. I hope this message goes viral. I just got a message from the Trump team. They asked for prayers to get stepped up now. Prayers are needed now. Please forward this a million times. I know there were people saying till them all day. They were fearful. But here's the Pasik. Lev melech biyad Hashem. Palgebayim lemelech biyad Hashem in Mishle. Here's what the Mepharshim say. Here's the problem. Lev melech biyad Hashem. What does that mean? Everybody has their own Bechira. How could it be Lev Melech, B'yad Hashem? So the Mepharshim all shtel on this. Here's the Malbim. Hagam shalev adam haprati nasen bershusa. Everybody's own heart is their own, it's under their auspices. V'abechira b'yaday loikein lev ha-melech. Achar shebebchira seitaloi oishirakal. Since there are so many others whose lives are given over to the kings, the Bechira is taken away from a Lev Melech. A Lev Melech, like Rav Hutna once said, he once said, he said, there was an Asifa in Varsha. And Nimnu Vagamru, that Ruba de Ruba, the Rabbani Shleilam fear the Velt. That's what the Malbim says. Lev Melech B'yad Hashem. And Rabbi Yonah says the same thing. I said the Malbim first, total clear, even though Rabbi Yonah, of course, should be Kaidemoy Zerishin. Since he says, Nasen loy Hashem koyach lahamis lahachyos. So therefore he says, Shoymer Hashem es liboy shaloy yitera. And therefore he says, when it comes to our tefillahs, unlike this woman who was saying we should have for Trump, he says, Roy Shatia Magamas Panehalavavis Liras Hashem. We have to fear Hashem, not the Melech. The Loy Liras Hamas Hamelech. Ume Hashem Yavakesh Rachmem. The Elov Yitzape, the Yisan Enov. Not to the, uh, to the Melech, right? What does Dral Bag say over there? He says, Who Kimoy Shliach Hashem Yisparach, Bemashia Seyu, Bedvara Malchus. Ki Iluhoya Poyla Melech. If the actions of the king were up to his own volitions, he could say, Therefore, it's amazing. They basically say, a melech has minimal bechira. And let me go to a few examples of this. 
I'm not going to go to the Nevi'im. There are examples there too. But I'm going to go more since we're talking politics. I'll go to it politics. Let me give you a few examples. It's hard to imagine in our lifetime a president who was more revered by the Jews than FDR. And I'm talking about the Frumid, and I'm talking about the Jewish and Uma as a whole. 85% of Jews voted for FDR. Well, during FDR's last term in office, the Holocaust occurred. And word got out from the concentration camps. Jews were dying, millions of Jews. So in 1943, something happened. The Rabbis March. Wikipedia actually has the Rabbis March. It was a demonstration to support Allied action to stop the destruction of European Jewry. It took place in Washington, October 6, 1943. A lot of Rabbanim were there. Kalmanovich was there. Um, Blazer Silva. 400 rabbis. The Union of Orthodox Rabbis, United States and Canada. From all over they came. And they came to the White House. They were informed that the president was busy all day. It was later learned, according to Wikipedia, that Roosevelt had several free hours in the afternoon. 400 Zikner Abanim stood outside by the locked gates. Within, you know, a guard with his shoulders stressed back, his chin out, eyes looking into the distance. 400 Rabbanim. Imagine the sight. And what was going on in Europe during this time? Here's a clip what Roosevelt could have done. Roosevelt, who the Jews loved so much, they called him Franklin Delano Rosenfeld, right? This is what the historians say. Some historians say about what he could have done to prevent some of the murder in Europe by bombing the tracks that led to the concentration camps. We now know the Allies had access to certain information very early on and that proof of this becomes more plentiful, clearer, and more frightening every year. Some of these documents long remained official secrets and are as shocking as they are disturbing. Yes, Churchill, Roosevelt, de Gaulle, and Stalin knew much more about the elimination of Jews than the 1945 footage of the liberation of the death camps lets on. But was knowing enough to take action? That is the question. So here it is, Lev Malachim. Franklin Delano Rosenfeld, 85% of the Jewish vote, didn't turn out so well. We got the person we wanted. And here's the exact opposite. Harry Truman, unrevered by the Jews, an anti-Semite towards the Jewish people as a whole. Here's what they, you can read this online, what they found in his library. Really astonishing statements of his. He delivered a furious anti-Semitic polemic number of them in his diary. The Jews, mused Truman, are very, very selfish. They don't care how many Latvians, Poles, Greeks get murdered or mistreated as long as the Jews get special treatment. Yet when they have power, political, financial, physical, listen to this, astonishing, neither Hitler or Stalin, these are the two biggest murderers in history, has anything on them for cruelty or mistreatment of the underdog. He said the Jews treat the underdog just as Hitler and Stalin treated their people. Could you imagine a bigger Sinas Yisrael, a bigger Sinai Yisrael than this? So why do I say Lev Malachim Yad Hashem? Because in the creation of the State of Israel, Truman's Secretary of State, Marshall, that's sort of the famously of the Marshall Plan, was furiously opposed. He threatened to quit if Truman would back 
the motion in the United Nations for the state of Israel, which without it, that the United Nations vote would not have passed. And what happened? A miracle. When Harry Truman was a young man, he worked in a bank. There was a Jewish gentleman whose parents were from, his mother lit candles, he grew up in a kosher house. He went to show his two brothers were from, named Eddie Jacobson, used to bank there. And he bumped into Harry Truman, this is 19, beginning of 1900, and they became friends. They sort of hit it off to the point they went to the army together. And in the army, they opened the canteen together. Truman said on, Harry, on Eddie Jacobson, who was not from, who didn't wear a yarmulke, he's my brother. 1948. They're trying to get the UN resolution passed. They need the United States. President Weitzman of Israel calls up Eddie Jacobson. He says, please convince him to go against Marshall, the, the entire State Department. This fellow who, except for you, towards the Israeli, the Jewish people did not have kind thoughts. He compared them to Hitler and Stalin. Listen to this clip from President Harry Truman describing how Eddie Jacobson changed his mind. Dr. Weitzman had been trying to get in all along, and I wouldn't let him in. But someone did come to see me, and he got in. His name was Eddie Jacobson. He came in, he stood around, didn't say very much, was as quiet as he could be. And I finally said, Eddie, what in the world's the matter with you? Have you at last come to get something? Well, because you never have asked me for anything since I've been in the White House and since we've been friends. And then he told me that he thought that I ought not to keep Dr. Weitzman out of the White House. So what do I say? I say, leave Melachim, biat Hashem. Like the Ralbag says, don't daven for the president. Right? In fact, the Ureim says a person should not daven for a particular event because he never knows what's right. Leiv melachim biyad Hashem. Ruba de Ruba, Rabbeinu Shalom Fetevelt. Here's my second point. We had on the only from a person who could say Aetis on this. Joe Lieberman, who's a Shemitairu Mitzvah, has a son-in-law in Kailo, says he knew Biden for decades. And here are some of the things he says about Biden. Many People in the Orthodox community are really scared about the possibility of a Biden-Harris presidency and its impact on Israel. Could you speak to that? And and as an addendum to that, like the squad, quote unquote, the, or the left wing of the Democratic yeah. Party, how dangerous are they towards Israel and ultimately its survival? Yeah, so it's a, it's a big question, David. Let me, let me say that, um, start with a kind of reassurance uh, based on my uh, 24 years in the U.S. Senate and on keeping in touch with um, what's happening in Washington and the people there for the seven years uh, since I retired from the Senate. So, uh, in my opinion, the uh, there, there remain strong bipartisan uh, majorities in support of Israel in both houses of Congress. And historically, that's important because presidents of the United States come and go. I know Joe Biden for more than 40 years, and I served with him for 24 years in the Senate. And uh, apart from his positive personal characteristics, he's a good man. He's a great family man, honorable man, religious man. Uh, he has a long-standing pro-Israel record, so um, I don't think he's going to. He's he is the nominee of the party, 
and of course, if he should get elected, he is the boss of the Democratic Party. So I cannot imagine a circumstance under which the the Democratic Party under Joe Biden would become an anti-Israel party. Now, I, I, in fairness, I want to say that what is so, which is that uh, President Trump has been extremely pro-Israel. There's been so much um, antipathy towards the Trump administration. I mean, just yeah. like hatred, yeah. that you have to wonder how much of a backlash is there going to be if there's a Democratic president just so much, just to strike back, like so much pent-up anger, right? And I'm curious, Iran being one of them, do you think the embassy will be removed? Like, where do you see the, you know, the New York Times and its cohorts, like the just the rage of the media? Where is yeah. that going to... How do you see about what type of a backlash do you think is possible or realistic? Joe Biden is not a vengeful person, so he will not um, he he will not try to strike back at Trump or all the ideas that Trump had. Now that's not to say that he may he may not uh, change the policy that President Trump has had toward Iran, which I think has been exactly the right policy. And if Biden's elected, I'll do everything I can to try to convince him and the people around him that uh, Iran doesn't deserve to, that agreement that Obama negotiated with them in 2015. And why is this important? Because we all hear fake news, fake news. La Joe Lieberman is an aid echad and he's neman. You would have to be makabal hazedas to be mater and aguna, mater He's telling us. A, I think what he says is, is powerful. It's not fake news. It's Eid Echad Neman. Rabbi Say, what are your thoughts? 732-806-8700, press number two. That's for what the Bnei HaYeshiva have to say. Or info at headlinesbook.com. We will post both messages, voicemails, as well as written, unless you request otherwise. But we're interested in what the Olam has to say. I want to speak about a third point. There's a strong likelihood that we will have a Democratic president and there will be many people running around the White House whose opinions are not necessarily our own. They're pro-LGBTQ. They are, uh, for the most part, many liberals. Somebody said, you know, he knows there are many liberals who don't know a single God-fearing person, pro-abortion, whatever else they bring with them. How do we deal with it? So the question is, what chinuch does the Torah give us, and what do we give our children about dealing with people who disagree with us? You know, some yeshivas give, unfortunately, some parents give a very bad example. Here's one listener who's misameach, you know, in the beginning of Corona, during Corona, Yeshiva University closed down because of the spread of the disease. And here's one young man's reaction. Yeah, regular students say, duh, that while you close down, it's a big simcha in Kali Yisrael. No one ever needs it, no one wants it. The worst thing in Kali Yisrael. We're happy it's not around. I don't know why you're good. It's good coronavirus got around to there. It's a very bad thing. I'm not saying coronavirus is a good thing, but it's good to get around to the right people. We're happy that while you shut down. I would suggest that the Tyra has uh, more mature and wiser solutions than this. Two weeks ago in the parasha, the story of the Deir HaFlaga, an astonishing Nitziv. 
It was like Mashiach's Titan. Everybody got along. Safa echas dvarim To the point, what did they do? You know, all buildings prior to the Deraflaga were made out of stones. But the Deraflaga said, you know, stones, every stone is an individual. Do you ever see two stones that are exactly the same? It's however, they were chiseled out of a mountain. However, they fell off, right? So they created something new. What did they make? Hava. What did they say? Nilbana Levenim. They made a new thing, a, a brick. A brick is you grinded the stone into powder, into sand, put in mortar, put it in a form, and they all come out like cookies out of a machine, identical. This was incredible. We talk ke'ishechad belevechad. There it wasn't ke'ishechad belevechad. It was ishechad levechad. But something very strange happens. Vayer Hashem, Vayer Hashem Lirai says Hamigdal, and he says, "Heina mechad v'saf echas lakulam." He's very unhappy about it. So Rashi says a pshat that uh, not all people. Rashi has a pshat. The Nitziv goes with a different derech. The Nitziv says, "You know what? It's true that Achtas is wonderful, but what happened to the concept of Adam Nivra Yechidi?" What happened to individuality? What happened to your personal gifts? The way you are unique. Every person is a one-time event. What happened to that? So the Nitziv says, you know, that type of achtas, the clone-like achtas, the Rabbi doesn't want that. You know, what did communists call it? Khrushchev says, let's destroy the cult of individuality. Nitziv says, God forbid, Rabbi Shalom wanted Yechidim. What's the individuality when we say A totally different individuality. You ever go to a symphony? You hear a song on, uh, you know, a, an orchestra? Every instrument is different, being played by a different person. But it's created a beautiful melody. When we talk about Aguda Echas, the Lulav, the Esrig, the Hadas, each one is different, but it creates an Aguda Echas. We want one created from a variety, from diversity, from a rainbow. We don't want the one of clones. I think this is really important because you know, there are people who say, I want all my kids to be identical. Well, you know what? Kids aren't identical. You know, According to Myers-Briggs, genetically, there are 16 different personality types. And you try to have the person who's the extrovert, who has, you know, loves to get out and do things, who's only entertained by a, you know, a, a, a extrovert in a big variety of interests. And then you have the introvert, the person who could study one thing, sit on one point all day, try to get them to do the same thing. It's suicide. And that's genetic, the 16 personalities. So the Torah doesn't want everybody levanim. This is how the Nitziv learns. He, they want a symphony, all the colors of the rainbow together, creating something amazing. So your children are different. They're supposed to be different. But can they build bridges among themselves? Can they draw a circle that they can all live in and bang their drums and their horns and their guitars all at the same time and make a song? And what does that mean? That means the Yidin from their beginning, a melumid, in Ishechad Belevechad, at the same time as Adam Never Yechidi, we are melumid in not being the same on building bridges. And what does that mean? It's family. It's you move to Tom's River. There's somebody next to you who's from a different religion, a different race. A di- 
we know how to build bridges. We can still create a community. We can still get along. We can be mechabit each other despite our differences. And the same thing, we have a different party. We can go into lockdown mode. We can go into bunker mode, dig the trenches, pull down the tree sim, or we could say, you know what? From the beginning, we are supposed to be a nation of Yechidim, a nation of Yechidim, and we know how to get along with so many people who are so different from us. This is what we're malumidin. Do you know that the Gorach uh, HaShulchan, in his Hagdama to, to the Shulchan Aruch, he writes something, he says, you know, the Jews are always arguing. I remember years ago, they brought a, a reporter to Lakewood, and she walked in and she said, why is everybody screaming at each other into the base medrash? The Aruch HaShulchan writes, he's, kol machloikis, tanoyim, amaroyim, goinim, hapoiskim, zois hi tiferes teiraseinu. That's the beauty of our Torah. V'chol ha-Torah kula nikra shira. It's all a shira. V'tiferes ha-shira, the beauty of a song, is kishakoylois mishunim zemizeh. The ability to debate, to discuss, to understand, to find the bridges. Are you different? And I understand you, and I can respect our differences. So am I intimidated? I'm not intimidated. I'm Jewish. I could speak to anybody. I can build a bridge to anything. I can always put myself for a moment in the other person's shoes and understand where he's coming from. And that's what the Arach HaShulchan calls. Tif Eris Hashir. I want to ask the riddles of the week. I'm going to ask two riddles this week. The Rabbani Shalom comes to Avram in a Mara Nevua. And a minute later, he sees the three guests. How could he? So Rashi says, you see from here, tremendous klal. So I ask you a question. If you're in the middle of Shmanesre, or Aymid Lafna Melech, it's not nearly, it's not even a Bavua de Bavua, a sixtieth, a six, a thousandth of Avram Amara Navu in front of Kaviachal, and you, you're davening, Aymid Lafna Melech, and somebody comes by, excuse me. Mr. Friedman, uh, Mr. Lichtenstein, Rabbi Jacob, whatever it may be. And he says, um, can I have a cup of coffee? I'm passing. I'm an Eirach. Could you give me dinner in your middle of Rafa'inu? Do you close your siddah and run to take care of the Eirach? Shulchan Aruch says, not like that. Right? If it's not, wouldn't be Sakhanas Nafashis, you're not allowed to do it. How could you not do that? It's a Beferish Apasik. He has a Mara Hanavua. He's Oymid Lefnei Melech, And we darshan. G'doy lach le'asasarchev. Yaisimei Kabbalos Pneshchina. That is riddle number one. Riddle number two. Yukach namat mayim v'rachat suraglechem. Rashi says, why? The Aravim, the Arabs, mishtachvim l'avak shatach b'raglechem. They bow to the dust. It was an Avayda Zara. He washed, he had them wash it off. It says, Avram ran to them. V'yishtachu artsa, he bowed down. Dalach is, you see, by Mordechai at Tzadik, right? He didn't bow in front of Haman. Because hayut slam in alibay. The Chazal say there was an Avodah there. He wouldn't bow. He didn't want to be misunderstood that he's bowing to Avodah Well, according to Rashi, they had an Avodah on them, and Avram is bowing to them. How is Avram allowed to be by Yishtachu Arza? Those are our two riddles. Be'ezer Hashem, we're going to be coming out sometime in the next few months with a headlines 
three. And if you have the answer, if we choose you as one of the correct answers, you'll be one of the first recipients of it 